Spring is in full swing, and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool, or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor welcome to if you really knew me a place for honest conversations about the enneagram to inspire better connections with others ourselves and god i'm kim willie and i'm joined by my co-host and friend ben sarles who is a certified enneagram coach here to help us understand all things enneagram by learning what motivates us and how we see the world we can connect with those we love and care about on a greater level. We're so glad you joined us today, and we hope this is your journey to better relationships. If you work with a group of people day in and day out, you know how important it is to get along. When people are on the same page, they can get into a groove and get a lot accomplished. I heard a great quote the other day from Ian Morgan Cron that said, the key predictor of success in business is self-awareness. That is so good. I couldn't agree more with him. Today, we're going to talk about the Enneagram informed teams and how they work together. And our special guests in the studio are friends and coworkers of ours at The Bridge, which represent seven of the nine Enneagram types. Some of them are probably not so excited to be in front of the microphone today, but we appreciate their willingness to participate. <laughs> yes, when we work together, um, we can get a lot of things done and we can save time from unnecessary drama so mm-hmm. we can be more productive. Amen to that. Well, we are going to kick off with some questions with our type one co-workers who happen to be Sydney and Mark. And welcome to the podcast today, guys. Can each of you tell us, we're going to start with, um, start with Sid. Can you tell us what your position is at the bridge? And how do you feel like the Enneagrams helped you personally? Uh, my position here is in the finance department. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know um, my official title. You're like an office manager, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Business office stuff. Do you feel like just knowing the Enneagram has helped you personally? I don't know if it changed anything in what I do or how I do it, but it really was very confirming, I guess, in how I do things and the way Mm -hmm. I come at things. It was was just good to know that uh, God made me with a penchant to um, do things correctly, mm-hmm. to always get things to balance, to um, always kind of be looking for a better way yeah. to do things. For the finance person to want things to balance is really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're really glad that you do what you do. Mark, what about you? I am the assistant program director, which means I do all kinds of little odds and ends around the station, and then I host the afternoon show. And for me, as also a type one, uh, it makes a lot of sense why I have the attention to detail that Mm -hmm. I have, why I'm the one freaking out about all these little things. Like, why doesn't anyone see this? (laughs) (laughs) It could be so much better if we would just do it this way. Yep, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yes. You know, when we think about type ones, we think, I was just thinking worship, the goodness of God. Type ones were put on this earth to help us see the goodness and the rightness of God. One of like the most defining 
Enneagram moments for me was uh, Bethel Music came and played at the Delaware State Fair, mm-hmm. and they have this song, You Are Good, Good, Oh, Oh. Yes. And it was a couple weeks after our first Enneagram meeting as a staff. Yeah. And I just had this like wave of worship going. Wow. Just hearing God. Well, one, that song is saying to God, God, you are good. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of revealed to me in that moment, God saying it back. Mm. You are good, good. Like yes. through wow. me, you're good. And and that's awful. not an intuitive thing that ones do to themselves, tell no. themselves that they are good. Nope. <laughs> so it's always good to hear that God thinks that you're good. Mm-hmm. And not only that, that you are are that reflection of him so that you can show others a little bit of his goodness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mark, what have you noticed since our team has become Enneagram informed? What have you noticed different maybe about things around here? It just, there's just a general understanding for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'll say even at staff meetings, like, Hey, type one in the room. Uh, we got to fix this. I'm not attacking you. I'm attacking the problem. Let's yeah. just get it done. I know it was so-and-so's idea. Yeah. I think so-and-so's great. <laughs> yeah. But we need to fix this. Yeah. And it just, it helps uh, b- being as a type one, like we can create conflict pretty easily, but knowing that it's not because I hate you. <laughs> yeah. I just want things to be better. Yeah. How have you, what have you noticed different, Sid, since we've all learned our Enneagram type? It's just kind of cool to to have a sense of where everybody is coming from, mm-hmm. you know, what what their personality predisposes them to, yeah. you know, and their reactions and just their input. It's been good in that way. So, Mark, I heard you say that type ones, you said something about it being easy to create conflict. What do you mean by that? Well, I've learned, thanks to the Enneagram, that not everybody is thinking about this stuff all the time mm-hmm. and when I like literally you guys were recording this podcast with like five different people and I saw that the first recording was 23 minutes I'm like oh no that's going to be an hour and 40 minutes with five separate interviews that's way too long of an episode we need to figure out how to cut this down we <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny you know when Kim and I were talking we're like this might be a part one and part two episode just yeah. depending on how good conversation goes yep so why I brought that up is Many times type ones can be seen as critical if people don't know that type ones have a desire to make things as good as they can be. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to say you are wrong or what you've chosen to do is wrong. I want to criticize you. That's not the heart of mm-hmm. a type one. And so when you, you know, type one sometimes can be labeled that, but it's not necessarily a correct label because their motivation is not to do that can you speak a little bit to how that may have turned up in your life maybe personally or even in the workplace yes (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have been called critical as kind of a negative thing you know by um, people who have been close to me it's the whole thing about just I just want things to be as good as they can be or I think there's a better way and it's it does come across as as being critical and it is something that I have tried to work on I I think giving grace to yourself you know too and 
and for other people to know that the desire is not to be critical, mm-hmm. but also to think like people's ability to digest critique can sometimes mm-hmm. play into it where it's very cut and dry. Like it's not all that, that people are putting into it in mm-hmm. your mind. You're just, it's more of just a statement, but then how, if we don't know the Enneagram, our, oh, you know, it becomes a defensive stance when what you really want is for somebody just to say, hey, what can we do to make this a little better? Or, hey, mm-hmm. I noticed this somehow. So depending on which one you're talking to yeah. um, would make a difference of how how you would say it. Yeah. Mm. What I've also found, and maybe you found this too, Sid, is because I know I'm hypercritical, when I'm in a room, I can go, okay, I'm the only one in this room. I probably care more about this detail than anyone else, which means what I'm freaking out about might not be as important as I think it is. Mm. And That's so good. being able to make compromises and go, okay, all right, I know this could be better. I had a guy tell me if it's 80%, let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Don't like, I'm always trying to get it as good as it can be. But if mm-hmm. it's, if it's, if it's at 80%, all right, just move on. Yeah. So we also talk about how type ones have the inner critic. And so it's interesting that word critic, um, because when it's coming back to you, it probably doesn't feel like I'm just making statements that are just like when you share a way to be better with someone else, you're not sharing with yourself. Here's a way you can be better. It's kind of like you need to be better. You should have been better. You could have been better. You weren't better. you know, all those kinds of things. So I love watching you two in the workplace. I know this is not the case now that I know the Enneagram, but it seems like, okay, all is good. Sid's good. Mark's good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you we know, must be doing things right. They Woo! know, they know what it takes and they can see that picture and, and making processes better yeah. is just intuitive. So it's like, okay, there, there's a, there's a calmness and a, for me being a different type mm-hmm. to be able to like, okay, if I see Sid stressed, yeah, I need to figure out what's going on yes. because that kind of outward emotion is not normally something that type ones go to like just an outburst of like crazy yeah. emotion is not, yeah is not the way they go. I agree with you 100% on that. If I if if I see them either one of them stressed about something I'm like we need to fix something, you know. You want you want everybody in your team to gel and you want to know what's wrong so you can get it right. Speaking of that in our just our team, like Mark, have you ever experienced a situation where specifically at work and of course you don't have to say any any names, but where you have found like knowing the Enneagram has maybe helped you to avoid a conflict or like smooth the situation over or understand someone better just because you, you knew it. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of twos on our staff Yes, and you know, I've come to find that the twos, they, they care more about people mm-hmm. than productivity, mm. which is not our one strength. <laughs> and that's just been incredibly helpful in, in when I'm working with those twos uh, to just go, they're they care more about how my weekend was than than how I'm doing like at work like on this stuff Mm -hmm. if we're in a meeting like they care more about the relationship than what we get done in the meeting yeah and so just me always you know I think I've used the word perfectionist a couple times already in the podcast like I I can just relax Mm -hmm. and not 
not be offensive because as a one, I'm just a pointy sword and I can be less pointy to my two friends. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good visual. <laughs> Sid, what about you? Have you, do you feel like you've seen it work in a, in a scenario with maybe a coworker where maybe you avoided some conflict because you knew their number or any situation like that? I can't, I can't point to a specific instance, but I would say that like Mark, it is very helpful to know that, um, you know, not everybody comes at things like I do. And yes, the twos are a lot more, uh, I don't know if I should say sensitive, but it is more about relationship and Mm -hmm. you want to make that the bigger thing, Mm -hmm. the relationship, than the you know, the actual project or issue or work thing. So when you're presenting something to them, it's all about, well, now that I know what type they are, maybe I can present it Mm -hmm. on this platter versus the other platter that wouldn't be received as well. Well, and I noticed that that as a two, my productivity is connected to my relationships. Mm -hmm. And it's like as much as I don't like that and I want to be different, that's the way God's created me. And it's helped me in some situations where I have to go be relational just to people I don't know or or things like that. But it's been helpful to be on a staff where people can say, okay, chat with Ben a little bit and he will <laughs> be able to dive right back in there and yeah. be helpful. Because then you got filled with something that yeah. you needed too. So. And I can also say not just with other numbers, but with my same number, knowing that Sid's also a one, I've never told you this before. But I look up to you like there's like you can everyone's their number mm-hmm. and you can be mature in that number. Or you can be very immature. Right? Mm-hmm. And so knowing that Sid's a one, I can go, OK, this is really bothering me. And Sid's calm and collected over there. Like like you get to give me a, a glimpse of what maturity in my type looks like. And so I genuinely That's ask good. myself, what would Sid do? Ooh. That's so sweet. Let's all hug. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes my heart go pitter pat. Yeah. Um, while we're, I'm going to jump ahead on a question while we're talking about the whole work time together. Do you, do you said feel like it's the Enneagram has made you like a better employee on the team, a better team member by knowing your type? And if so, why? Well, again, it was, it's just a confirmation that, that I was made on purpose, mm-hmm. fulfilling the mm. the role mm-hmm. i'm in the right seat on the bus yes right. you uh, are like we like to say <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you are so in the right seat on the bus mark what about you i just like knowing not just what i'm good at but what i'm not great at and mm-hmm. that there are other people on the team who can cover things um if there's something that's event related that involves people I will go to the the twos mm-hmm. or if um, I don't know in health I'm we're seven like we become 70 uh, and so I go okay am I acting like Dave and Lindsay or am I being a four right now <laughs> 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 am I being a seven or a four am I in health or in stress yeah one of my favorite things is to see a type one have fun Mm-hmm. and pull from their type seven side cut loose to me i think yeah. they're some of the most fun people yeah. um and that's saying something even over a type seven i feel like a one who can rest and go to seven is pretty cool yeah 
Yeah. I've seen the two of you get a little silly, and it's really fun. It's sassy. <laughs> it's, it, it gets dangerous. <laughs> it does. It does. Last question I have for both of you. Uh, Mark, I'll start with you. How has learning your Enneagram type helped you in your faith walk? Meaning, like, now that you know you know that God designed you that way, do you feel like it's maybe made you dig in a little deeper in your faith or maybe mm-hmm. look at God differently? Yeah, I am convinced that uh, there are different scriptures that appeal to different Enneagram types, hmm. also different things that lead people to Christ or into deeper relationships with Christ. Yeah. Um, for me, I have always had trouble understanding works, like not I'm, I'm saved by grace, not mm-hmm. by works, mm-hmm. not by how good I am. And so receiving God's grace has always been difficult for me. Hmm. And I didn't understand why other people could just go, oh, yeah, I'm forgiven. I'm like, no, no, like we've got we've got to fix ourselves. And Mm. um, so knowing more about myself and my Enneagram type has helped me lean more into God's grace. That's good. That's very, very good. Sid, what about you? I'll just say a big amen. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. And that's that's kind of one of the lessons for all of us is grace for ourself, mm-hmm. grace for others. And I was looking at the difference between mercy and grace. Mm-hmm. Mercy is not getting all the things that you deserve. And grace is getting all of the good things that you don't deserve. Mm-hmm. Definitely when you have people who are very in tune with what they do. And I think all of us in this room have a connection to okay, our productivity, mm-hmm. what, how much we get done, what's the task, what to pull aside from that and say it's not found in what we do. And it, it's not found in anything. Our value is not found in anything that we can do better or in any way. So I think it's pretty cool. Ones and twos, so three of us in this room, live life in the present moment. So there's nothing more important than right now. So, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, I have a I have an idea right now and we need to do this. Or what if there's a situation that needs to be solved? Like it's like, boom, right here and right now. So it manifests itself in different ways. Mm-hmm. So one's is making people, things, and the world as good as they can be. And, and two's is connecting with... Like, I need to be as good as I can with people yeah. and as good as I can with tasks. And so it's that constant back and forth. And with sixes, it's it's like, you know, the whole loyalty is leadership the best it can be. Can I give my loyalty? So it's, it's all this present moment. Is it as good as we can be, mm-hmm. uh, but in different ways? Wow. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate our amazing rock star ones on our staff coming and talking to us today. Thanks, guys. Thank you. If you ain't first, you're last. (laughs) We have multiple type twos that work for the bridge, and that is Denise. Hello. Mandy. Hi. Beth. Hello. And, of course, myself. And we are chatting with them to uh, a little bit about being a type two on the Enneagram. So can you tell what your position is at the bridge? And then how the Enneagram has helped you personally. Denise? Well, I'm the program director at The Bridge. 
which means I'm responsible for everything on the air, including on-air staff, and uh, also co-host the morning show, which is kind of an interesting combination because I'm responsible. You must always be responsible for yourself, but I truly am <laughs> as a program director. Uh, and I, how has it helped me? Two's, I think it's really helped me because I have always wanted to make people feel comfortable when we're interviewing a guest or we have an artist in the studio. And so once I realized that that's really kind of why I do what I do, mm-hmm. you know, and it comes kind of naturally because I'm a two. How about you, Mandy? Hi, I do uh, community engagement for the bridge. So Ben and I work closely together. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yes. Um, so I always say that we get to like plan basically like birthday parties. You know how birthday parties are always fun and we get to plan fun things for the bridge and engage our listeners. So absolutely blessed. I love what I do. Um, so it has helped me personally. I think it's just um, I'm all about a connection. So I love people. I love a relationship. And it has helped me realize why I either respond a certain way or how I interact. And it has made the connections a lot closer with listeners and coworkers. Awesome. Wonderful. That's great, Mandy. Thank you. And Beth, how about you? Well, I work at the front desk, and um, I have been referred to as the bridge mom, and that's yes. a title that I am happy <laughs> to have. Um, You're I, a good mom, Beth. <laughs> I, um, I love taking care of people. I love hosting people in my home, and the Enneagram was new to me when I started at the bridge. Um, my kids were familiar with it from um, college a little bit, and so I knew a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a personal level, it's helped me because I, it helps me understand why I am the way I am. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not everybody likes to entertain in their home. Not everybody likes to make sure there's enough snacks. Not everybody <laughs> <laughs> likes to do all those things. But I, I really do. I really do like doing that. And it, it's given me some insight into why. And we love that you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> So I am a type two also, and Mandy and I do community engagement out in the community. Mm -hmm. Uh, We love it being to to talk with people in person and be out and about. And I do some other cool things with um, that involves my type two. So I'm very thankful that I can work at a place that lets me work to my strengths. Yeah, exactly. So yes, we are the welcomers, the people lovers. We (laughs) think about relationships Mm -hmm. probably 80 or more percent of the time, and it drives what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are, we can walk into a room and just kind of assess where everybody is emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, little pick up on the little cues and this, that, and the other. And we we want to be helpful to them. And so that's just an intuitive thing that mm-hmm. type twos do. Sometimes twos can be a little asleep to their own needs or maybe even neglect their own needs. So that's another common type two um, trait. So when you guys are... Among your coworkers, what have you noticed happening since everyone has become Enneagram informed, Denise? So it's really helped me understand why I respond or react to certain things mm-hmm. in certain ways because I'm getting to know what the what the other types are and 
what their motivation is. And it's helped me to give, honestly, to give more grace in areas where I might not have in the past. And it's also helped me to understand why I do the things that I do the way that I do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been helpful. That's exactly right. Yep. Mandy. Um, I just think uh, since we all have learned about the Enneagram and when we first um, started it, I know we had our big, our printouts and it told us all about ourselves and each mm-hmm. other. And we're like, wow, this is so us. But it was cool to actually go back and read about the other types just because it's almost like we're already close here. We are a bridge family. Yes, we work together, but it is a very unique bond here. And mm-hmm. it helped me know each one of them personally more mm-hmm. just of why they react the way they do, why they respond. Um, and I think we're just all more of aware of, oh, you might be able to talk to like us twos now we understand each other completely. But if we had different Enneagrams in here now, we'd be like, okay, maybe we have to word it differently or approach it differently. And that has helped me um, with my coworkers of how should I approach things, how we work together, what is strength. So like when we do an event and especially a bridge event and we have all hands on deck, we know the strengths of everyone and like, Mm -hmm. okay, these two people need to be here, this people here, and it all comes together and it's beautiful. So God knew what he was doing, definitely. Amen. Yes, he does. Beth? Um, Well, I think it's really interesting um, when you look at the staff and you see what their jobs are and what their Enneagram types are, because often their (laughs) jobs fit their types. It matches. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I think when you have a better understanding of yourself, it makes you a better friend. It makes you mm-hmm. a better listener. It makes you better able to serve people. Yeah. Um, and I think it also opens up the opportunity, the Enneagram does, to understand whoever it is, coworkers, kids, spouses, friends. I think that's just as a two, because we're so relationship driven, it just kind of feeds into some of our yeah. need to develop those relationships. It gives us a tool because we understand people better to to go a little deeper. That's awesome. Yes. You know, I we talk about twos being verbal processors mm-hmm. and I think about times at work, you know, um, if you have a t- if you're a two or you have a two wing, you can just this conversation is fluid. I mean, you can keep it going, yeah. maybe even two or three conversations at once and yeah. you've got it. <laughs> you know, but not everybody's that way. Yeah. And so sometimes I have to stop and think like I don't want to verbally process too much for this person because they think about it later mm-hmm. or you think you start thinking about your type and you know what you tend to do and that gives you some grace for someone else and maybe them some grace for you is there a time or a situation where the enneagram has helped you resolve a conflict at work by understanding yourself better or the other person better now i share with the other numbers please keep names private that's right <laughs> To protect the innocent. Talking in <laughs> generalities. Just, just give us a scenario without mentioning any specific names. But if you guys can think of a situation, you know, Mandy, you look like you have something you want to share. <laughs> so I actually, we had an event in New Jersey and I got to go with a couple co-workers. Of course, being a two, you're surrounded by people and you're like, yeah 
yay, this is awesome. I get to say hi and connect and there's so many and it's, it, you know, it drives us. And then my other coworker wasn't a two. And I think it gave them much appreciation of, takes into effect of what we do. They had more appreciation of, wow, this is a fun event. It's a lot. It was cool that they got to see like the twos in action. There's sometimes where we don't get to come up here and, you know, listen to live shows. Um, we are, you know, in our car to see the Enneagrams work maybe where you wouldn't see them before. It truly gives you an appreciation of, wow, this is what they do. This is what they look like when they're in their element and mm-hmm. doing what they're doing. Um so it was just fun to get that reaction from that person of how that event went. And, you know, they were like, wow, I'm drained. But that was awesome. So <laughs> they had a greater appreciation yes. for you and what you do. Yeah, that's yes. awesome. Twos have an ability. So when we go into stress mode or I say, you know, work mode, we go to a more aggressive number, which is type eight. So we kick into gear. Like in crisis, like boom, boom, boom. And, you know, you look around at different Enneagram types and not everybody's that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought of you, Mandy, one time there was a um, actually a car accident out in front Mm. of our building. And Mandy just got up, just went out and started and and she could assess the needs of there were other people in the car. There was some injury Mm -hmm. and it was just go time. And us twos may fall apart later, but for the moment, we kick into a gear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Denise, have you noticed anything in the work environment that has stood out to you? It could be a conflict or or just a time where the Enneagram has helped a situation. So, yes, the answer, the short answer is yes. Um, (laughs) But I, I wanted to add in here that I actually am a a different kind of two yeah. than Mandy yeah. and Beth even. That's a good and point. I Sometimes, honestly yeah. tried, Ben, you're a great coach. And I tried to give my two-ness back to you over <laughs> and over again. Because yeah. I was like, I'm not baking a casserole. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, that's just not me. Yeah. Um, but understanding the relationship strength yes. and uh, I will read a room Mm -hmm. and zero in on somebody and I would just as soon bring them a cup of coffee and pull them over to a corner in the room Mm -hmm. and let's just sit and share your heart with me you know pour it out and let me pour some love and uh, encouragement into you and some Mm -hmm. hope and that's that's what really drives me yeah so um so I stepped into understanding the Enneagram thinking, I am so lost because this is not me. But then understanding there are different types of twos. Mm-hmm. And there's different subtypes. And you're mm-hmm. a one-to-one, I believe. Yeah. So yes. the, yep. the relationship yeah. thing for all of you guys is there. But where Mandy might like the crowd of a thousand, you're like, give me the one. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I can connect. But it's still about loving those people well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And you still can read the situation. Um, so your your dominant wing is a, t- is a type one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Us three, Mandy, Beth, and myself, are our dominant wing is a type three. Mm -hmm. And that plays into how we operate. And my my, um, subtype is social. And I know Mandy's, yours is as well. And Beth, if I remember correctly, I think yours is 
one-to-one also. Now we're to you. How about a time in um, the work environment that you feel the Enneagram has either helped solve a conflict or prevented? Well, for me, it was an internal conflict. Um, (laughs) There was a season during my time here at the bridge where I had a lot of other responsibilities outside of my responsibilities here. And in, in all of those realms, I felt I was serving. <laughs> and as twos, we can serve to the point where we feel completely depleted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there were times when I was feeling like, I'm taking care of everybody. <laughs> Who's taking care of me? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And um, it allowed me realizing that that's part of my need is to take care of people. It allowed me to kind of pull back and say, but I, I do like doing this. How can I how can I reframe this and do this differently so I'm not serving to a point of feeling like this is not fun, like I'm not yeah. enjoying this, this is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so um, for me, it was just a, an internal conflict of sorting through things on myself, you know, mm-hmm. inner yeah. conflict, I guess you'd say. That's awesome. That's especially prevalent in type two with the dominant wing three because type three is very good about tasks yeah and Mm -hmm. type two is very good about relationships so which one comes first Mm. and (laughs) and then you have to remember yourself in there somewhere which type twos are it's a learned skill Mm -hmm. to be good at Mm self-care and so that you bring up a very good point Mm -hmm. i i think most twos can say i've got a few things that work for me for self-care but i can always do a little better. And I think that kind of stuff has helped me look at myself the way that God sees me. I wonder in your faith walk, has the Enneagram helped you kind of develop your faith a little bit and knowing how God designed you? Denise? That's a great question. Well, I think I just to interject, I was thinking about some of the devotionals that you have been writing. And I call you a wordsmith (laughs) because that's a gift that God has given you. And you don't just write all these wonderful words and just keep it in a book somewhere that nobody sees. There's a way that you lovingly let other people have access to it. Mm -hmm. And I know that's helped my faith walk. Just curious to see if there's any way that knowing how God designed you within the Enneagram has helped. You know, uh, Bill, my co-host, Bill Sammons, our boss, his dad has said often, what happens through you has to happen to you first. Mm. Oh, that's good. And I, (laughs) it does. And honestly, um, just in that growth in that area that you were just talking about in particular, that's something that I'd really prayed for for a long time. And the Lord just really dropped that in my spirit about a year and a half ago to really start. I'd been encouraged to write more and to write my own devotions to share because because for years on the air, I would just share other people's, I would read other people's devotions. Mm-hmm. And so for January last year, the Lord gave me specific words for every day of the month of January. And I challenged myself to write something every day about that every scripture that he gave for those days and when I got done I thought this was really cathartic Mm -hmm. and um, I I felt like I personally bore some fruit from it Mm -hmm. and I thought 
I wonder if I can keep doing this. Yeah. (laughs) And so it did help me dig deeper. It has been so good. And to hear the response from listeners as it resonates with Mm. them is special and that mm-hmm. I think really plays into your two-ness. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to look to Beth and see you know in your faith walk how have you noticed the enneagram showing up? Well, I'm going to go back to something that um, Denise talked about at the beginning. I think anytime we can learn about ourselves and that allows us to show more grace to people, that just shows us the nature of God. Mm-hmm. You know. Amen. God's all about grace. And the other thing that I was thinking on a personal level as a two, Jesus loved Mary and Martha. Mm. And he's he's good with us serving, but he also wants us to sit at his feet and spend time with them. And so if we can kind of embrace as twos both of those sides and realize that Jesus wants both. He wants us to serve others, but he wants us to be still and spend time with him. wants us to be martha and mary yeah both like marthy yeah (laughs) that's a great that's a great perspective it really really is because i think a lot of times martha gets the bad rap yeah but she was still doing and getting things done and i totally relate to martha yes (laughs) yeah mandy how about you so my mind piggies backs off of um beth um so a lot of times for a two it's hard to say no and we always feel like we're letting someone down And we always look of, there's so much for us to do. I have so much to do. I have so much to do. This person needs me, family member. And so as I'm growing in my faith walk, I realize that God was like, what about me? Like, yes, you're doing the work that I called you to do, but are you growing with me? Are you building that relationship with me? Because a lot of times, in all honesty, I would go, 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 and I gave God the leftovers, Mm -hmm. and that really hurt my faith walk because, one, I was exhausted, and we find our strength in God, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I was not taking the time to get renewed, to build my strength, um, to give time for him to talk to me because I was so worried that I was letting everybody else down that I realized I want, I don't really want to say, but I I felt like I was letting God down. And Mm -hmm. I remember breaking down one day, just crying, like, I'm sorry, God, like I have given you my leftovers. And yes, you called me in this place of ministry, but it doesn't mean that my relationship should change with you because we're so worried about serving others and, Mm -hmm. What, how would they feel if we said no to them? So that has definitely helped me in my faith walk. That's, that's a really good point because saying no is a learned skill. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne Stabile says type two should ask themselves two questions. Is it mine to do? And what would I have to say no to? in order to say yes to this? Mm, that's good. And mm-hmm. that could be self-care. And then when you understand the importance of self-care, then it's like, okay, well, maybe I have to give up something else in order to say yes to this, but I don't want to give up something else, so then I should say no. (laughs) So it's interesting, the little back and forth that happens in your mind. You know, sometimes the battleground is the mind. It's just two little letters, N, 
Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm preaching to you twos right now because I'm not a two. Right. And oh, I have no problem saying I know. no. <laughs> See, and I think I don't know if this is a type thing or a personality thing or both, but I grew up a people pleaser, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. capital letters yeah. all the way across. Wow. Yeah. And it was so hard for me to say no. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I would say yes and drag my feet and all the yes. way there thinking, yeah. you know, saying out loud, why did I say yes? Why did I yeah. say yes? <laughs> right. And uh, I don't know, something happened somewhere along the way. I, I hit a certain mile marker in my age. <laughs> I just decided, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to do it if I don't want to do it. <laughs> Ain't going to do it. Ain't going to do it. You know, I, I have thought about what you've said, Mandy, and also, and how that affects me. I don't like getting to that point of resentment and where I'm resenting the person Mm. or I'm here, I've done this and I've done this and this and this, and Mm. then who's taking care of me. And it's hard because, you know, we call that strings attached. If I do this, this and this, then you're going to do this to me. So I've learned that when I give, I have to give expecting nothing and that means relationship wise Mm -hmm. and time so it's it is fascinating to see Mm -hmm. it's really the enneagram has been amazing for me to be able to dissect me yeah Mm -hmm. and it's given me a little grace for me and i don't know if you guys feel that's true or not but um i feel that it's really helped me in the workplace because then i can give with a generous heart, which is what I want to. And then when I say no, I can do it graciously and still be true yes. to my personality and how I want to say it. I think it releases you from the guilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, this is the way God wired me to get done the job that he's called me to do. And I don't need to feel guilty when I yeah. say no to some things because yeah. I don't want to just, like Mandy said, throw my leftovers out to right. the Lord. I want to give my best. So in order to do that, I need to say no and not yeah. feel guilty and just do the best in this one area instead of 25 areas. Yes. You know, this, it, my wife likes that I'm learning that too, because, <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> you know, twos can give and give and give. And so, yeah. and then when we go to eight and stress, it surprises people. It's like, I did this for you and that for you in 1942. I did this and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and here you did nothing. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And it, and they're so surprised yeah. And part of that fell on me to say in the moment what my feelings were or what my needs were. Mm-hmm. And it helps in the workplace also. Yep. And I wanted mm-hmm. to ask, do you feel that you are a better employee because of the Enneagram and why? Mandy, let's go with you first. I definitely feel like I'm a better employee I am very stubborn in nature and it can be family, personal, just, you know, like if things need to get done, I'm the only person that can get them done. And my way is the only way. And wow, coming here to the bridge, because, you know, when you, I have been a single mom for, you know, most, most of my life, my son's 20. And so it was always like, if you want this done, Mandy, get it done. And when you come in, to an environment where you actually have help like people actually genuinely care for you and they want to help you and they'll ask is this too much can I help you with this and that was hard for me to even say no to that like 
no, I don't need your help. Because then I felt like I was taking them away Mm. from something they needed to do. So I feel like when you have someone say, yes, I need your help and they're helping you, there's that connection that's growing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not coming and being, like Ben said, resentful because I said yes so much. Um, And I feel like people can come to me. They feel comfortable coming to me. They know if they need my help, I will help them. So I think seeing like, hey, you want someone to come do that to you, but you also have to be able to do that yourself, Mm -hmm. like ask for help and all that. So I do feel like I'm a better co-worker because of that. Denise, Mm -hmm. how about you? It's definitely helped me understand my role uh, better. And it's helped me appreciate and celebrate the roles of everyone else. Mm -hmm. I get Mm -hmm. so jazzed Mm -hmm. when I see, like when we do an event and I see everybody doing what they're gifted to do. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's a really beautiful thing when you see God handpicked people. Yeah. It happens in our churches. It'll mm-hmm. happen in our organizations. It happens mm-hmm. in our family. Yeah. Yep. Even the Enneagram and understanding the Enneagram and the different parts of it mm-hmm. really helps understand each other. It's, it's, and it's really, it really has helped me to yes, understand. I totally agree. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I can relate to my peers, to my bosses, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, to volunteers that we might mentor and just kind of putting that out there. I do want to say at the bridge, we are blessed with a very sweet staff culture yes, and a leadership that wants, we're driving this bus, let's get you on the bus, the Mm -hmm. right people on the bus, and then the right seat on the bus. Beth, what do you think about that? Well, that's what I was going to say, Ben. <laughs> say, it, say it your way, you Beth. Stole you your say thunder. It. <laughs> um, I, I guess, have a few thoughts. I think, to echo what you're saying, the work culture that it, we have at the bridge is beyond compare. And I think that is because there's a lot that goes into the process of finding the right people to be on the right seat on yes. the right bus. Yes. yes. And um, I like to think of the staff here as kind of just a a small version of the body of Christ. Mm. We all have our things that we have been gifted to do. So Mm -hmm. I'm not expected to do Kim's job because Kim's really good at her job. She doesn't want to do my job. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) So so when the rubber meets the road, everybody will jump Mm -hmm. in to help with whatever. But there's not like everybody knows that, you know, I can do my job and I can do it really well. And that's great. But there's not an expectation like, oh, I'm going to have to, you know, pick up the slack for somebody like everybody's yeah. really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that us understanding each other and knowing that everybody's sort of gifted where they're at makes us all better employees and it yeah. makes us a better team. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I must say, when you are out and someone has to fill in for you, and I've done that before, I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus, please bring <laughs> Beth back because she does this so much better. Yes. And I think when you I've do have to fill too. in, you appreciate, <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, yes. see, she does this part and that part. And she's like, probably way nicer for this person than I am. And it's it, it just makes you really appreciate someone when you step in their shoes. Sure. I've, yeah. I've had someone in the business community that's calling the bridge to for business. And I start talking and then they're like, where's Beth? <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but see, we're all gifted in our own, you That's know, right. like the way you guys do events. I mean, all, yeah. all of us. I couldn't yeah. sit in front of a microphone every day. <laughs> At O Dark 30 in the morning. Yes. 
Yeah. You're doing a really good job oh, of yes. it, Beth. Yes, you are, Bethy. <laughs> I love having these conversations with my type twos and, yeah. and all of our other types. Yeah. And so thanks for being with us in the studio today. Thanks for sharing your hearts, ladies. We appreciate it. That's right. Thanks for having us. Yes. Thank you. Do your kids love listening to great stories? It can be tough finding a kid's podcast which upholds your Christian values. Story Jumpers features exciting, entertaining stories by authors who write from a Christian worldview. Each episode is created with kids in mind. Audiobook clips are followed by a brief author interview your kids will find fascinating. This is a podcast for kids. Subscribe to Story Jumpers wherever you listen to podcasts. Story Jumpers is a member of the Bridge Podcast Network. Here's a group I know a little about. For the longest time, I was the only three in the building, and then Jeff came along. Yay, so I wasn't alone anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Jeff, can you tell everybody about um, what your position is at the bridge and then how the Enneagram has helped you personally? Sure. I have uh, been here at the bridge about three three years now, going on four, and I am the vice president of operations and technology. So... Um, it has helped personally. I wanted to start off with, I've done a lot of personality studies over the years, mm-hmm. but it was, they were always once and done or yeah. they, we would do something. I'm, I'm very impressed on how the Enneagram has, has stuck here. But for me personally, it's helped a lot in revealing some, some blind spots. Yeah. Um, couple I'll give examples. And again, we're talking personally about, yeah. about us and the question trying to deal with some things that are out of my control or maybe they're they could be in my control but they they don't need to be yeah that, that helped me with a three because I, I know threes can mm-hmm. struggle a little bit with control yeah that's oh, a good point yeah uh the public image thing when i saw yeah. that for threes <laughs> yes. and i'm i'm much better than i was but <laughs> constantly worrying about you know how i look to people yeah. or peers or coworkers or team members that's that's I call that a blind spot because I didn't the, the enneagram as a three help reveal you know how that how how I saw that or or uh, you know worried about that I guess is the best yeah. place to put it. I totally relate to you on that, and I and I'm like you. I'd also taken many tests over the years. Of course, mm-hmm. I am a three, and this it did stick, and I feel like we utilize it day in and day out, and it really is helpful. And I I too have seen those blind spots in me, Jeff, and I'm like man. It's an awareness. It's an mm-hmm. awareness tool. The most awareness, awareness, aware tool I've ever had. If that's, if that's yeah. a statement, <laughs> that it just it it brings it to your mind when you're getting ready to do something or you react a certain way. You're like, wait a second, rein this in. I'm not going to beat myself up because I know I'm kind of wired to do things like that. But I can also say, Jesus, help me in my flesh and get get me back on the right track of where I need to be. But yeah, everything you just said, I'm like, yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. I feel that. You know. <laughs> Type threes are sometimes called the chameleon because they can be what they need to be in whatever situation. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about blind spots versus strengths. But I feel like each thing could be a strength as well as a blind spot. So how you present yourself to others, can't you can focus on it. You can be totally hyper aware and that kind of thing. But it is important to present yourself, especially as working in a business community, as working in a ministry, yeah. to present who you are, not as not 
just the face, not just the chameleon. And so when you think about that, I can be what I need to be in whatever situation and just be who God wants me to be and not worry about sure. well, what do they need me yeah. to be right Maybe now. look at it as a superpower, Jeff. <laughs> Yay, right. that makes me well, feel better, yeah, Ben. <laughs> that, yeah, thanks, Ben. Yeah. Ben put a positive spin That's on right. that. That's <laughs> right. Yay. So. Makes me not feel so bad. So, Jeff, what have you noticed happening among all of our coworkers here at The Bridge since our team has become Enneagram informed? The Enneagram is kind of, it's kind of, kind of like a, and I think you said, we've, we've uh, it's stuck here. It's become a tool mm-hmm. or a resource. Yep. I wouldn't say it's at the forefront of everything we do, mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously God and the Bible, that's yes. what we do here at this ministry. But from an interaction between us, we, we look at that. Yeah. And I think, and, and Ben's been wonderful at, at everything he's contributed, you know, getting certified and, and doing a lot with this. But the way the Enneagram allows us to just how we view each other, how we interact, mm-hmm. even things we say, mm-hmm. especially things you know we, we, we may say or, or, or that can be different for certain people, and we know and it's helped us you know how we receive that. So well, speaking of things we may or may not say, <laughs> do you feel like there's been a situation that maybe um, maybe conflict was avoided or something? The Enneagram helped a situation at work, maybe to prevent something from going awry or maybe, you know, fixing something that may have already gone awry? I think so. I've had a couple situations. I'll say in the past, if I, you know, knew more about the Enneagram, it was more, I had more wisdom in the Enneagram, but I would have reacted differently. But places where conflict either has arisen, Mm -hmm. is going to arise, you just know, or just trying to resolve something, knowing how that person's going to receive it. An eight's going to receive it differently than a nine mm-hmm. they're, they're two drastic personality yeah. traits. they're different and i have and I'll, I'll be guilty of this before if i have time to talk to someone about something i'll even jump on the internet look at the enneagram type <laughs> kind of get in my head mm-hmm. okay oh yeah yeah look because i don't I, I haven't you know had the gift of memorizing them all but i have reviewed just to kind of set a mindset mm-hmm. before That's I go smart. talk to this That's person. That's wise, yeah. It is. And it just gets in my head and go, okay, well, this person, they're, this is how they, they react to this, or this is, this is a character trait. So for me, that's, that's helpful in going into something and just knowing. It's not perfect. You know, I know there's some things, but it just it helps keep, get you in a frame of mind of how they're going to receive what you have to say. Yeah. I, I was just in a conversation recently that – we were chatting with uh, not an employee, but someone that works with us through uh, the ministry. And I had to stop and think, and I, I happen to know their Enneagram type, but I I had to stop and think, okay, I could potentially react before I think. Mm. And let's let's stop and see what the Bible says about it. And so I was able to use Matthew 18 in the situation. Mm-hmm. And I actually, so uh, we're not talking about type twos at the moment, but because I knew what my Enneagram does, I had somebody view the verbiage before I sent it mm-hmm. because that matters, yeah. you know, it, and it took, it probably took the edge off of what I was going to say yeah. and made it. In a more logical so i i ran to a type seven yeah. and i said can you take a look yeah let's you know <laughs> let's just do this and whatever and yeah. Yeah. and of course there have that intuitive move to logic yeah and so that was helpful so i love how you 
put that it puts you in a frame of mind yeah. to get your point across the best way yeah. you can it makes me think of when someone is going to speak to thousands of people you have to know your audience before mm-hmm. you speak to them mm. so you can make the biggest impact and the whole time you were talking i was like he he's figuring out who his audience is right. and he's going to share it and, and I, I've, I've used this illustration constantly, but my husband always says, you know, it's all about presentation. He said, you know, you can serve me up the best, high-priced, most delicious steak in the world. He said, but if you put it on a trash can lid, I'm not going to want to eat it. And it's mm-hmm. all how you sure. present it. Yeah. So if you know your audience before you're talking to them and you're preparing your heart and your mind in that way, yeah. they're going to receive it so much yeah. better. So kudos yeah. to you for looking that up and figuring it out. And I can I know of at least one situation where I've even went in going, you know, I know you're a nine. So, and I, I've, I've even brought that out. So you're, not, you're not trying to be, tra- you just be trans. You just want peace. I know yes, that. Yes, yes. yes. So, or, you know, whatever. But it's I, like I, I see done you. That. Yeah. 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 So. That is so good. Do you feel like, Jeff, just since you've been more Enneagram informed, do you feel like it's helped you in your in your faith walk a bit now that you see more the way that God's designed you? Um, I think so. I think so. I mentioned earlier a little bit about worrying about what people think about me. Yeah. Um, another thing that comes to mind is I, I learned also about failures. Um, and and it's helped me. So I, I don't need to worry so much about what people think about me. Mm-hmm. I've learned that failing is okay for growth. Yeah. And and, and the main thing is it's, it's, it's what, what God, see how he sees me and what he expects of me. So in that sense, the Enneagram has helped me just see these things and not some, and and Ben put a positive spin on some of the three stuff, which is helpful, but some of it, you know, we have to deal with some things. It's who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, we, you know, we know about it, but it doesn't mean that, that we have to live in it. Yeah. I, I, for years, I remember telling friends of mine, you know, in, in different circles, even like women's events that I would go to or whatever, I realized I have a fear of failure. I don't want to fail. I can't stand to fail. Well, then learning about the Enneagram and how threes operate, I'm like, that is why I have this like serious, like it seems like a fear of failure. But then I I love what you said as far as growth. I mean, I'm not going to grow if I don't fail at some things here and there. And it's okay. And God says it's okay. I mean, he's, 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 you know, his word, says he's never going to leave me or forsake me, so I don't have to freak out about making this mistake or failing or whatever. And it's just all part of my growth walk. I think when you see the traits that he has placed in us, it makes us maybe appreciate him more because we're made in him, his image. So all the things that are in us, you know, there's there's some reflections of him in there. And what is your, I always forget, Ben, what is the, um, for threes, God made threes because... Yes, when God wanted people to see a reflection of his hope. That's what it is. Yeah. He made Kim and he yeah. made Jeff. That's it's awesome. not the fullness of his hope because we're made in his image, yes. but it's an image of his hope. Yeah. He's like, we need more hope in the world. So I put Jeff and Kim on the earth. And when you that's think awesome. about that, it's like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's humbling. Like, it he made, he yeah. made you in a way like when, when you are healthy and you are doing God's will, you bring hope to the world. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's exciting, much. actually. Yes. <laughs> Yay. We love hope, especially here at the bridge. Yes. <laughs> you know, Kim, yes. one time I came into your office and I looked at your, I glanced over at your um, laptop mm-hmm. and you had a post-it note there mm-hmm. that said stop. Yeah. And I got thinking, you know, why stop? What is, <laughs> and you explained a little bit, um, you know, 
it whether it was a, a a conflict or whether it was something spiritual that you were learning mm-hmm. the first thing that you wanted to do was stop yeah and i thought that was really cool that showed a lot of inner work on yourself because threes want forward motion oh yeah, yeah. we don't want <laughs> we don't want to be yep. drugged down by un- unnecessary yeah. things so um but but the wisdom of just like okay stop gather my thoughts and assess yeah. what's happening and then move forward threes yeah. will still keep us moving forward oh in life. yes but when they have that it's like oh yeah we can do this we can yeah. Uh, accomplish these things and and be true to who God yeah. wants us to be. Because we're so forward motion, we need to have those little post-it notes. Sometimes as a reminder, like chill out right here, slow down, assess the situation. You don't need to go mm-hmm. ninety miles an hour and you know and get it done. So yeah, thank you for yes. sharing that. Yes. Um, and lastly, Jeff, do you think you've been you've become a better employee and team member just from just from knowing the enneagram? And, and if so, why? Whew, that's a tough question. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's made me a better employee. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to stay humble here. We think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say it has helped. Uh, in the past, my responses to coworkers or people would be very monotone mm. or or a one size fits all. Okay. Meaning, if I got something in my head, I'm a three. This is what it is, yeah. and <laughs> you got to take it, and you're going to receive it whether you want to or not. I never really. I. It's helped me grow the person on the other end of that conversation mm-hmm. with they may not receive you you have to adjust yeah. you have to tailor that sometime so i would say how it's made me a better employee and i like the stop thing so yeah. but if you have the time and we've learned enough even if we don't have the time we, we we're starting because a lot of the team members have been here for quite a while yeah. we, we're starting to know each other better mm-hmm. that but i i can i know how to react i mean that and so that's in a big way it's made me a better employee that I, I, my, I'm, I'm doing a better job, I think, of, of when I communicate to people or try to convey whatever is on my heart or trying to get done as a three, yeah. um, how you'll respond in that because of your Enneagram type. Yeah. So I think for me, too, it's just the awareness of everyone else. It relieves me from becoming offended so easily. Mm-hmm. If that's something where I'd be like, I cannot believe they haven't done this, this, or this, or they've said that in that way. But then when I go, wait a second, Kim, they're not coming from it from the same mindset as you. They have a completely different mindset than you, and they have a different idea than you, and it's not bad. It's just different. And I, then I, I think it kind of slows me down to go, there's no need to be offended. They weren't saying this to you that way because of whatever. It's the way they're wired. So I think for me, it's a work in progress because sometimes I'll go back to my office and like, I wish I'd have said that differently. But I think just being very aware of how the rest of our team here is wired makes me go, Oh, okay. They weren't trying to frustrate me or slow down right. my, my yeah. fast moving plans. Stop the process. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it's, I think it's a respect. It's a, you know, God made them that way. So anyway, I love, I love how God's made us. Yes. And I think Jeff, um, you as a leader, part of you doing the best you can be as an employee is how you lead. And mm-hmm. your heart does come across when you when you speak. And Kim, yours as well. Thank you. Um, because then you can say what you got to say. <laughs> I mean, you could just flip it out and there it is. <laughs> yeah. But you were talking about 
your your listener having ears to hear what it is you're saying, whether it's an employee or whether it's a peer or whatever. If you've got news to deliver, good or bad, you know, um, then it'll be received with the heart that it is given. Yeah. So you guys are both very good at that. And that's what learning the Enneagram and letting the Holy Spirit reveal those types of things like blind spots and strengths and just we collectively move forward as a team. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, that's so important in a business. And then when you think about a ministry, it's like, yes, we have to move forward for the kingdom. Yeah. And we have to all get there together. So um, that's where the hope comes in. So I think it's really cool. Well, Jeff, thank you for taking time to chat with thank us you. today. Thanks and for all you guys do. It's thanks awesome. for being the other three in the building. <laughs> I appreciate right. it. Maybe yes. <laughs> someday we'll have another one. So that's right. That's right. Three threes. That's right. We are so happy to have one amazing type four on our team, and that is Jason. Jason, can you tell our listeners what your position is at the bridge? And then how has the Enneagram helped you personally? Mm, okay, so for for some reason, Bill and Denise have allowed me to be part of the on-air staff. <laughs> it is... <laughs> When I say that, um, I, I have absolutely no experience walking into this thing, and and they have been absolutely amazing, uh, and it's just been an, an incredible experience just getting to be here, be here with uh, the bridge and and you all. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm here. I'm here on air somehow, <laughs> and we love that you're here. We it's like a, I mean, honestly, like what I told them when I even first came in. My sister and I used to sit by a little tape recorder and we would sit there and just record um, just like, so my dad was uh, a radio disc jockey in North Carolina Hmm. and we would just kind of pretend like we were like dad, you know, and and we would talk on there and oh my goodness. I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun, but just walking in here and getting an opportunity, uh, a blessing just to be able to do something like this is just incredible. So yeah, that's how, that's how I I wound up here. I walked in and asked, could I do it? And they said, yeah. (laughs) I, too, used to pretend I was a DJ and yeah. do all the things. In my tape recorder, I did all the yes, things. I, yes. The funny thing is I would record my own little commercials, and now yeah. I do advertising. So how funny is that? Yeah. I used to oh, do yeah. commercials, too, me and my oh, brother. So much fun. Oh, my goodness. Do you? How do you feel like personally, since you've known the Enneagram, mm. how do you feel like it's helped you? So for me, um, there were things you know that I would think about in my life that I wouldn't understand why I'm this way. Mm. And... And the Enneagram, for me, it's, it's really kind of helped me not only to identify the why I am, but also identify when I'm being that way. Hmm. Uh, so I can use it as, as a strength and also identify it uh, to protect it or to protect myself uh, in, in, I guess, moments of weakness as well. Hmm. So That's awesome. So, yeah. I love that. Yes. What have you noticed happening among your coworkers since everyone became Enneagram informed? So the thing that I love about the Enneagram is that it helps you to understand why not only you are the way that you are, but also why others are the way they are, mm-hmm. what, what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. And so it helps you kind of navigate those relationships yeah. uh, at work uh, and, and also just in life in general uh, so that, you know, you can kind of understand um, pressure points, I guess, and, and also things to kind of stay away from and, and why people act the way they are and also to be able to anticipate 
what they're how they're probably going to react. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so yeah, I think it's a, a huge tool, especially in the workplace. Awesome. Yes, I love that. You know, knowing where someone else is coming from, the spot that they're standing right. makes such a difference. Even if you even if you don't know exactly what they're feeling, you're like this is the lens that they see the world exactly. through. Then then we can give grace for that and meet that. Right. Meet them where they are. Is there a time or situation where the Enneagram has helped you resolve a conflict at work by understanding yourself better or the other person better? Ooh. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if I can if I can think of a specific time or, or situation, um, especially here, because everybody, it just seems to me, are, are, are just really relaxed. This is actually a I don't want to say chill, but it's, it's, it's actually a pretty relaxed place to work. It's a great place to be here at the bridge. Mm-hmm. Now, in other places, um, I, I used to work at, at one, one spot where they actually, everyone took the Enneagram test. Again, there were some conflicts that would arise there. My wife and I actually worked together at the same place. And, I, you know, not only because I knew her personally, but, but I also knew her Enneagram and, and just the way that it was probably that certain things were going to react with her that I was able to kind of almost, I don't even want to say resolve conflict, but avoid it entirely mm. because of, of, of the Enneagram. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I happen to know your lovely wife yeah. <laughs> and I know that she is a type eight. Yes. And there's something that fours and eight share is, is a level of intensity and yes. passion about yes. what they believe. Yes. And so <laughs> it comes from, so the the fours are in the feelings dominant, and the eights are in the doing dominant. Mm-hmm. So have you ever seen that come up at work where you know that she's doing, she knows that you're feeling, and it seems like you guys would work together so well. I, I see you interact with your family, and and it's just pretty cool to see. Is there anything you can speak to about intensity levels and, and things that would be helpful to other fours listening oh absolutely so my my wife and i are both um when you say intensity level my my mind immediately goes to to passionate i mean we Mm -hmm. are so passionate about things that are going on at our church right now and and please don't get me wrong they're all good things (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. but um it's just there are things that we really 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 care about together and so yeah there have been moments where we you know have kind of like I said, navigated uh, reactions to to things that would happen. It's been for the good that we were mm-hmm. totally able to work together and and like I said before, anticipate you know how things are how things are going to be. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And you know, eights are are doing dominant mm-hmm. and feelings repressed, which means yeah. they have to learn those skills. Right, not intuitive. And fours are mm-hmm. feelings dominant yes. and doing repressed. Right, so it's like. It was it was a match made in heaven. <laughs> like who knew? No, you're a super duo. God is, there we go. Power there we couple go. right there. But bam, oh, yeah. passionate power couple. Oh my yes. goodness! Yes, yes, yes. That is one of the numbers we are missing on our team. Is an eight. Okay, we have mm-hmm. seven of the nine numbers okay. here, and one of them is an eight. So maybe eventually there will be a space for an eight. But there um, we go. But yeah, I'm surprised because I feel like that fours are like very artistically driven. Mm-hmm. 
And so I'm surprised that we don't have more fours here just because of all the creative talent that we have here at the bridge. Mm -hmm. It just, I don't know, it surprised me that that I guess I'm the only four here. So We have learned over the years (laughs) that a lot of the musical artists we play on the bridge are fours. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the okay. writers, the singers, they're they're right. working on their craft all the time. That makes and, sense. And uh, it does because we've talked to some of them. We're like, oh, I see that four yeah. <laughs> coming yeah. out in you. Yeah. So you might not be working with other fours, but you're playing their music all the time. That's right. <laughs> Love it. And the the reflection of God in a type four mm. is his depth and his beauty. Mm. It's like when God created you. Mm. Part of what you're here to do is to help us understand just a glimpse of the depth and the beauty of God. Mm. And that is pretty cool because God didn't make the world gray, yeah, cold mm. and gray. That's right. Vibrant colors. And it's not only did he make roses, but he wants us to stop and smell them mm. <laughs> sometimes too. Right. And so I love how God, we're made in his image. And so because he wanted us to see a glimpse of him, he made Jason. And so it's pretty Isn't cool. Isn't that a warm fuzzy? I was about to say, yeah, that, that, that doesn't make me feel bad at all. <laughs> I see a glow over Jason right now. There we ah. go. Here we go. <laughs> and that's the other thing, what fours, um, they want to believe that there's something special about them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So no joke, as a kid, I would think that, like, I, I would think, I wonder if I have like some sort of superpower or if there's something wow. that I'm better at than, than somebody else. I'm looking for that individual, I can't say individuality. individuality. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Just, just trying to find that. And the, the really nice thing, my parents, for them, God bless them, they, they put me in quite a few things just trying to figure out, okay, let's find something for Jason to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I found music. I, yeah. I wound up in band and for some reason I was, I was, okay at it pretty good at it uh, at least uh we'll say a big fish in a very 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 small pond mm-hmm. i mean and 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 so god bless my parents for for sticking with that and and uh, pushing me through to to be that way but yeah i always felt that way that uh, that individuality uh for myself that i think a lot of fours look for as well and and that's the thing uh, when i say um it can be an asset. It can also be uh, uh, a little bit of a what's, – what's the word I'm looking for? The opposite of asset, Yeah, I guess. But anyway, it, it can kind of go against you a little bit by, by feeling that way. And, and that's something that the Enneagram has also kind of helped me to protect myself against mm. is saying, you know what? Let's look in the mirror. And there are many people out there who can – I love to lead worship. There are many people out there who can lead worship mm-hmm. way better than you can, mm-hmm. buddy. And so um, that's, to me, that's the, the healthy side of four is being able to look at into the mirror and say, hey, you know, this, it is what it is. Yeah, you're, you're okay. There's a lot of people out there who are better than you as well. So, yeah. God makes us all special. Yeah, that's right. true. And the music and the talent, you know, just flows from you. And yeah. we get, to, we get to, uh, to receive that sometimes mm-hmm. um, in our gatherings. Yes. So some of the things you're talking about is common in all type fours. Mm-hmm. In this room right now, we have a two, a three, and a four, mm-hmm. which creates the feelings triad or the heart triad. Oh, okay. And all We're of one us... one big heart right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, we'll just hug each other. <laughs> and so, so all three of us have a drive for identity Mm. in some Mm -hmm. way. And so yours, Kim, is identity through the things that you do and the things you accomplish. And mine is 
being helpful and being seen as helpful and being seen as needed and Mm -hmm. wanted. And then you've talked about some of your identity and Mm -hmm. that we know that that's not just us. That is anyone that God has created with this kind of type, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and by the way, just because you're a type four and there are other type fours doesn't mean like, oh, great, I'm not special after all. Uh, because <laughs> there's so special. many <laughs> there's so many nuances to the Enneagram is just some language to give yeah. um, what goes on in our minds as far as motivation, yep. motivation for it. It's just a tool. Yep. So another thing that's, that's common in type fours is feeling that there's something missing Mm, um, yes. That they're, yeah. and that they may never find what that thing that's missing is, or they may not ever become or be mm. what that. I'm, I'm always just one, one. It's I can see it, but I can't. Always reaching. Always, re- yeah, always reaching. But I think part of the beauty in that is, for God, we always need to be reaching, and that's we true. need to be striving, and and some. The part that's missing is God. There's mm-hmm. a God-sized hole. And yes. and I know it manifests itself in earthly ways, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, my word, if, if I could just accomplish this or if I could just be mm-hmm. that or be seen as that. Mm-hmm. we The heart triad is very aware of how they're seen. Yeah. Oh, amen. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's great. So do you feel like you are a better employee now that you know your Enneagram type, and if so, how or why? Yeah, um, especially, um, and I might be jumping questions here already. I, I work at a church full-time now, and so one of the great things about the Enneagram is being able to understand how to minister to others. Uh, and so I think that makes me a, a, a better, I'd like to call it a servant, really, um, at, at the church, um, just to be able to understand what they're going through, why they're going through it, why they feel the way that they feel. And also the same thing uh, with, with my employers, which is my pastors, just kind of understanding them and, and why they are, the why God made them the way that they are. Mm-hmm. The, the beautiful thing about the Enneagram for me is that it, I don't want to say it carp, uh, compartmentalizes things, but it, it kind of does because at least it lets you like separate out okay, this person is this way, and this is why they are this way. And it's, it's almost like it puts it in nice, for me, for nice nice places, so that I can kind of go through and, and kind of understand. I don't know, it just makes sense, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, it definitely it, does. So, so that's the thing that I love about it, especially in, in the workplace. Like I said, it's just understanding why people are the way that they are and why they're feeling the way that they're feeling. For those that may not know, in addition to your awesomeness on air here, you oh. are on staff at a church yeah. too, and you, you oh, yeah. worship like worship leader. So, yeah. it, so you're you're talking about that regarding your coworkers there as well. Are, yes. are some of them Enneagram informed that you work with at the church? So I actually talked to both my pastors today, and they are not. So okay. I am encouraging them now. My wife, my wife is actually really into the Enneagram. Like yeah. a, she knows all the numbers, and she can yeah. just uh, just spout off you know the characteristics. Uh, like that. I am, I am not, I mean, I, I know about it. I understand it. I understand slightly why I am the way that I am. Um, but, uh, she's, she's really good at it. But my pastors, 
Um, I actually encouraged them just today because I was telling them about coming in mm-hmm. and I wanted to encourage them, just go take the test yeah. and, and it's going to blow your mind about how it'll help you to understand yourself and others. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I agree. And also, do you feel like it's knowing yourself better has helped you in your faith walk, just knowing how God designed you? Yes, a- absolutely. I mean, like I said, I consider it an, an asset, uh, but also um, I can use it to protect myself against myself. Mm. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. So, so yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. I powerful. need to be protected from myself. <laughs> sometime. I'm just going to lay that out there right now. <laughs> Allow me to protect myself from me. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Before I make another hot mess of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's and, stop and, and think. And you can also like, I loved how, how you were talking about, uh, God just showing his beauty through, you know, type fours and others. Yeah. You know, that's so cool to be able to, you know, not only protect myself against myself, but also to let God protect me against mm-hmm. me, yeah. you know, and also to, to, because there are moments where, especially, I mean, for me, you, you get to a point and I mean, you know, being the way that I am, sometimes I can get pretty down. Now, mm-hmm. luckily I, I get back up pretty quickly, but I mean, there's moments in my life where I've gotten pretty down on myself. Like, I mean, what are you doing? Where, why are you not doing anything else with with church or worship or or anything like that Mm. Um, why are you not doing anything with what god's given you that's been a huge Mm. a huge uh question mark in my life and uh so so thankfully especially learning the enneagram uh, and understanding why i am that the way that i am is is really helped i think as you were talking i was visualizing too uh, just being surrendered to him Mm. we were talking about protecting ourselves from ourselves or whatever, God protecting us from ourselves. He knows these are our characteristics. He put them in us. He created us specifically. We all have a unique fingerprint. Mm -hmm. Even though there might be a million fours on the planet, not one of them has your fingerprint, but you. So I think we just need to go, God, here's what you gave me and who you made me. I'm surrendering myself right back to you. I'm giving Mm -hmm. myself as a a living sacrifice, as an offering to you. So if we just remember that, like, yeah, this is such a cool tool to use Mm -hmm. to figure our way around this planet. Of course, the Bible first, basic instructions before leaving earth. And then this other tool, we just surrendered all to God. Here it is. Here am I, Lord. I'm surrendering myself to you. What do you want to do with all this awesome stuff that you put in me (laughs) for you? What what do you want to do with all this creativity and feeling and wonderful Mm -hmm. stuff that you that you put in me? How can I help others understand the depth? Yeah. I, I mm. think of a type right. four worship leader. It's like, oh yeah, do we understand who we're singing to and how he has blessed us and how he yeah. has moved and created us and mm-hmm. given us all these all these things that we can appreciate? We're singing to him. We're worsh- let our yeah. our lives and our posture be that of understanding. Yeah. That. So I think that's wild. And and we we talk about how there's more than one four on the planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but your specific life circumstances and what you grew up with and what uh, things have come into your life, good or bad, yep. has molded. And I'm Esther 414 is my mm. favorite verse. For such a time as this, yes. you were created. Mm. And then as you keep following God, for such a time as that, mm-hmm. you were created. And it's it's only God can weave something like that together. Mm -hmm. And uh, the last thing I want to say is um, because I have a connection to type fours going to fours insecurity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
you can't have holistic healing without the number you go to in security. Mm. So if you're a two, you need to be listening to what the fours have to say, Mm -hmm. because that's going to bring healing to your spirit and your soul. That's beautiful, Jason and Ben. I love this all. Uh, Yeah. That was great. (laughs) Kumbaya. This is great. (laughs) Let's hug. (laughs) Let's all have a heart moment. Jason, thanks so much for being with us today. This has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate it. Yeah. We've had so much fun today chatting with some bridge staff, and we hope you've enjoyed getting to know our types one through four friends and coworkers. And because our conversations have been so much fun and lengthy, we've decided to break it up into two shows. Join us next month to meet the rest of the bridge staff made up of types six, seven, and nine. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. See you next time.